I'm Holly. I'm a business strategist who loves a good plan and flowchart and is crazy passionate about teaching women like you how to build your dream job and scale to six figures and beyond without sacrificing your weekends and priorities. I believe strongly to my core that you can create a routine you love with the right strategy, product suite, aka what you are actually selling, and simple systems to create a lifestyle that works and a business that scales without burnout. Because here's the thing, it's not just about managing your time. It's about embracing that time freedom and really working on unlocking that freedom together so that you can do more of what you love. After 22 years in corporate strategy, working for Fortune 500 companies, I ditched the office to build a now seven-figure business with my husband full-time. And P.S., we did it in less than two years during the pandemic with twins. Oh my goodness. My goal here is to provide you with unfiltered insights into behind the scenes of entrepreneurship. What works, what doesn't practical tips you can implement right now, as in right after listening. I want you to consider this podcast, your online business MBA, delivered directly to your inbox, intertwined with the realities of being a working mom, exploring life, and the invaluable lessons learned along the way. Think of the Crush the Rush podcast as your weekly one-stop shop for actionable business planning, guiding you on the next steps and explaining the why, the really important things behind each move. We'll keep you motivated and uplifted as you learn from some of the industry's best experts. So grab your sparkly beverage, I'm sipping on a chai tea, and get ready to learn to do less better. Let's scale your dream business and finally have the freedom to focus more on what you love. This is the Crush the Rush podcast. I am super excited to announce that the next cohort of the Collective Mastermind is officially kicking off. And the best part is, is we gave it a makeover. So the new nine-month mastermind is nothing like you have ever experienced before. Because as we say, a life priorities-focused business is the fastest way to multi-six figures. And I'm going to teach you exactly how. So if you aren't familiar with our mastermind, we combine strategy and mindset and then layer on our sought-after community and toolkit. But let's just get real for a second. So in today's business and economy, you have to continue to grow and pivot or you're going to be left behind, period. What makes this different? I have only run my business in a pandemic, a recession, or whatever you want to call our current state. We now have a full team and I have retired myself and my husband in less than three years. And in the last 15 months, we have crossed the half a million mark in revenue. And I did most of this while working full time. I'm not saying this just to throw out numbers. I am saying this to show you that it is possible. This mastermind is not cookie cutter. It is not one size fits all. I actually adapt to you and your goals and provide you with the structure and accountability to scale. And my ultimate goal, again, let's just be real, is for you to make your investment back and more. Unlike other masterminds, if you happen to have mastermind trauma, you actually get access to me directly. As in, I am right here building it with you. You get the power of the group, but the benefit of the one-on-one. So this is a perfect fit for you if you have started a business and are ready to scale to multi-six-figure and seven figures. You are ready to buy back your time and energy. You want to expand your team in a way that makes sense for you and saves time. 
you are ready to have consistent 10K, 20K, 30K months and beyond, and you are really ready to step into that true CEO role. It is time to pivot. It is time to be a part of a community to support you with the expansion, alignment, and profit that you want to make in your business. So I'm going to make this super, super, super easy because my goal is to help you do less better and make more money. Who doesn't want that? Just DM me mastermind and I'll share you the next steps and how to apply. You can also grab the link in the show notes or go to hollymurrayhaines.com forward slash crush the rush collective. And yes, in case you were curious, all of our famous retreats are included and they also got a makeover too. So just DM me mastermind and I will share the next steps with you or you can go to hollymurrayhaines.com forward slash Crush the Rush Collective. On this episode of the Crush the Rush podcast, we are digging in how to use your business to fund personal wealth, and I would even say legacy with Erin Bridgman. Now, I am really honored to bring Erin onto the podcast. She actually is a fellow Midwesterner, and I think you're going to love her as much as I do, but she is also a money management and mindset coach, which I don't know about you. I feel like we all need more of in our life, and her goal is to empower female entrepreneurs to design a business that is not just profitable, but actually grows your personal wealth. So Erin tells her story and she tells how she was born with an entrepreneurial spirit, but actually began with a photography business and scaled it to six figures in under two years and then began to use the capital from her photography business to run a now real estate empire that her and her husband do together in addition to her coaching business. So there's a lot to unpack here. And inside the episode, we talk about how traditional finance is skewed against women, like we get down and dirty in the first five minutes, using your business to fund your personal wealth and how money management can be beautiful and fun and even sexy and really just make money something that you are not only consistent with, but have a healthy relationship with. So make sure to take notes on this one. We've got the whole framework laid out for you. And I think you are just going to love this conversation with Erin. Hi, Erin. Welcome to the Crush the Rush podcast. How are you? Great. Oh my goodness. I'm so excited for this chat. I know. I'm so excited too. One, congratulations, because I know you recently launched your podcast and we were just like geeking out over how fun podcasting is, especially the interviews, because you like get to know somebody and it's just really amazing. But two, I love the topic of choice today. And that is we're really digging into how to use your business to fund personal wealth. And this is something that I'm super passionate about. I feel like it's the reason why I started my business. And it is one to obviously support our family, but to really like change the generational path of like what we're doing and what it looks like and like flip the model of what, you know, being a working mom looks like and how to have a life that I would say is comfortable, but also really freaking fun. And yeah, I can't wait to dig into this. But before we do that, tell us who you are, what you do. How did you become an expert in this area? Yes. Well, thank you so much for having me on the show. And for allowing me to speak on a topic that I know we are both so incredibly passionate about. So yeah, my roots go back. Entrepreneurship's been in my blood since I think I was born, but really started about a little over 10 years ago when I was a wedding photographer. 
So I was able to kind of pay for our lifestyle that we desired that in order to bring in more money, we're like, we got to do something. We got to create a business. And I'd always wanted to do photography. So my husband and I were married for like two months, <laughs> took a workshop, bought a camera with our graduation money. And we were able to scale that to a six figure brand and loved it. Loved that season. It was so special. And I feel like we became grandparents in the industry because <laughs> we did it for like seven years, which most people don't last so long doing that. So as we started forming our family and getting involved in other things, that kind of was time for that season to end. But through that, you know, I started to coach, do business coaching, helping women figure out how to scale their businesses, how to have strategic pricing and sales strategy. I was actually a door-to-door sales girl before that. And that's how I paid <laughs> for my college. So I learned a lot about mindset, a lot about problem solving and sales. So then five years ago, kind of pivoted more into the business coaching realm, helping people scale their businesses. And I saw this common pattern. I was working with creative female entrepreneurs, given my photography background that I kind of attracted that and loved working with that. And I would see this common theme of incredibly successful women and talented, brilliant entrepreneurs having this sort of skeleton in the closet where their numbers were a mess inside of the business. And whether they were hoarding money because they didn't really know how much they had. So they're just like, I'm just going to save it all and hope hold on tight. Or they were kind of like running paycheck to paycheck in their business and a lot of them having personal debt, having little to no savings. And so I would, in the early days, I would just be like, all right, let's figure this out and pull up a spreadsheet and just real rough, like figure out a budget and figure out how we're going to pay off debt and just kind of found this as a common theme. And so felt really passionate about taking the nerd side of Aaron and the creative business part of myself and really creating something that could transform businesses and women's lives. And at all at the same time of all this, back in 2014 is when we bought our first real estate investment property, when we saved up $18,000 out of our photography business. And so we've been working on investing now for eight years and have figured out how to create wealth that is going to allow us to retire early and afford a a different type of a lifestyle. And so all this stuff is like going through lots of lessons and myself seeing common themes has led me to really focus on helping women scale their businesses, do the money mindset and money management in order to fund personal wealth in their lives. Oh my gosh. I feel like there's so many things we could unpack. Like we we need to have a whole episode on pricing. And then I also want to have a whole episode on real estate investment, but yes, we're going to come on your show and talk about real estate together. I know that would be awesome. But today I want to really just dig into personal wealth. And I think my number one question is, what do you see? Because I feel like this happens a lot with my clients as well. The number one thing that is holding women back when it comes to thinking about wealth or building wealth, or I would even say feeling guilty about making money. Well, I think you hit the nail on the head on that last part of what you said is, and there's, there's probably, I'm going to probably give you a couple answers to this question, but the whole feeling guilty about making money, making wealth is I think a huge part of the problem, you know, law of attraction. If we're basically saying, Oh, like money is icky money is evil. I shouldn't have a desire for that. 
we are kind of repelling the very thing that will give us freedom, that will give us the ability to make massive impact in our own lives and, and, and in the world. And so for sure, that mindset, I believe, is something that is hindering women. And I always like to bring this into sort of context to say, like, it's not your fault. Like looking at women and our positioning and our power around money, we have been oppressed for like thousands of years. And, you know, it's crazy to me to look at the stats of even what, like in the past 100 years, you know, a a woman could not open a credit card without a man. It was just in the 70s that there was, you know, legislation that was pushing for equal pay for equal work. And so, I mean, women statistically are much more likely to hold their assets in cash versus in investments. They have very little to no emergency savings, yet we tend to statistically live longer than men. So there's all these things that are wrapped up in our mindset. Like I know sometimes when we talk about money mindset or mindset in general, whatever, it can be like all about ourselves and our own story and our own journey and our own blocks and all that. And that is definitely a part of it. And it's, but it's also your familial structure. And it's also the greater story of history and what, what we're up against. And so I love to kind of give that context and say, you know, we are as female entrepreneurs on the front lines of changing history when it comes to women being empowered with money because we are the unicorns that have decided that we are bold enough to go to the marketplace and ask for money in exchange for our talent or our service or our product. And so we get to kind of, I hope this empowers people to say we are at a point in history that is working towards change. We have a long way to go. And as entrepreneurs, we are the ones that get to lead this charge. And so I, I just say all that to say that the desire for women to desire wealth and the tabooness of that, that we might feel within ourselves makes sense given society, given history, given patriarchy and how we've been set yeah. up and all of that. So I think oh that's really key. I feel like the facts that you just gave should just make you motivated without even any of the steps that you're going to share with us. I want to dig into money mindset for just a minute, because I think this comes up a lot. It's also, I think, you know, a a trendy topic. They're like, oh, you just need to like manifest that you're going to make all the money. And we know that it's like a little bit more than that. So if you're listening and you're like, you really need to focus on the mindset of making money, what does that mean to you? And what would you share around that? Oh my goodness, I could go so many directions here. <laughs> you know, I think that a couple of things, if you're in a position where you know you need to bring in more money, definitely the first, I think mindset and all this stuff, yeah, maybe it's sexy, it's trendy, it's because it's so important, right? What mm-hmm. we think creates our action that creates our result. Mm-hmm. And yeah, when I talk through my five-part framework and like when I come into masterminds and things like that, we talk through this and we think about like, if you think, you know, for example, like if you're like concerned, like, oh my gosh, I have enough clients now, but I don't know if I'll have enough clients next quarter. And, you know, so maybe I need to cut down on my marketing efforts. Like I should not spend so much money there right? Because you're in this, your thinking is fear. Your thinking is scarcity. Your thinking is, I don't have enough clients in the future. 
then you start to make decisions like you cut back on your marketing spend. You 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 hide a little bit more because you're fearful and then you don't get a full launch, right? But if you, the same situation, I have enough clients now, but will I have enough in the future? If you really were to take that thought and say, I have enough clients now and I know I have the ability to attract and draw in more clients so I don't need to worry, then you're going to start to make more strategic decisions. Like I'm going to put gas on my marketing efforts. I'm going to really tune up and I'm going to show up on Instagram or podcasting or wherever it is. And then you're going to see like, because your thinking was, you know, fine-tuned and leveled, then you start to do action that then produces more clients coming to you. It's like very simple, right? But sometimes we focus on changing the results or change, like changing the action. And it's like, you got to go to the root of like, what is the thought? What is the thought Mm -hmm. that is producing these types of results? And many times for women, a common just thread of what I see around money is a worthiness issue. And so I think it's all tied back into what we were talking about earlier about history, about the stat, all that stuff and the oppression that we've had. But I think that, you know, generally there is this theme of worthiness, whether I don't feel worthy to charge these prices because I don't know if I trust my, my expertise or I haven't been in the industry long enough or who's going to pay that. I feel like an imposter or even like one person who was in my intensive, like one of the deep things that we worked through was you know, what she saw her mom display was like her mom never mm-hmm. spent money on herself. Her mom never, it was always about the family and other people and stuff. And so when she came up against a desire of like wanting like a Peloton and being totally able to afford a Peloton, it became this whole breakdown yeah. because am I worthy to buy something for just myself? And so I think that as your listeners are maybe hearing this conversation, I would love for them to think about where are the places that you need to challenge yourself to step up when you're faced with this like worthiness conversation internally? Is it your pricing? Is it, am I worthy to ask for that collaboration? Am I worthy to go to that conference? Because those types of moves, those power moves is going to help bring more revenue into your business ultimately helps to bring more money into your personal life. And so really identifying like, where am I questioning my worthiness? How is that manifesting in my world, in my business and starting to change the original thought is so key. Oh my goodness. I love that you called them power moves. I feel like I'm going to write that on like a post-it in front of me and be like, you know what, what power moves are we making today? We're going to go to the conference. We're going to speak on the podcast. Like, what does that look like? Okay. I want to pivot the conversation a little bit because I want to talk about personal wealth. And I know that you talk a lot about not only building profit for your business, but also building personal wealth. So can you share sort of what that looks like? And if you're listening, maybe a couple steps to take to really start moving in that direction. Yes. I love getting super practical. So we can definitely give some clear action items. Yeah. So here's the thing. And I love what's happening in the online space. I mean, I love all the coaches and collaborating and, and I think it's beautiful. And I, and even myself, like I think many times we focus a lot on how do we grow the business revenue, like, you know, and the management of your business and scaling there. And even if we are talking about money management, it tends to only be within 
business and it can be, I feel like very truncated around, you know, accounting and P and L's. And so we could go a whole nother conversation there, but what, what really like matters? Like, why do we have a business? Yes. We have it for impact and all those things, but our conversation today is around money and it is to bring money into our personal world. Otherwise we're just having like a fun hobby here and that's, that's not what we're going for. And so while revenue matters, profit matters more. And what matters even more is your salary. And this is where I was actually just doing some intensive work with a client yesterday. And I was like, okay, in the money matrix, which is the whole system I've created spreadsheets and different components to help manage all these pieces. I said this right here, this one cell is the one we're working towards. So as we go into all of your business, I want you to remember we're figuring out all your business numbers and your profit and how do we create more and all that to change this number here on your personal money mastery, to up that number, to give you bonus, to increase your salary. Because then after we look at your entire budget that I we, we do like a monthly budget and then we do like an annual short-term budget and all this, we will have access And that is what we can strategize against in order to increase your lifestyle, in order to pay off debt, do say like have a savings plan, have an investing plan, all these things. I teach five financial goals that we should go towards. And so that's what I want to focus on is like all that we could, I could talk and maybe make people's eyes cross around all the numbers, (laughs) blah, blah, blah. But the whole boiling it down, it's about your salary. And what I've found is that many women pay themselves at least last and inconsistently. And then you're not able to create a lifestyle off of something that's least last and inconsistent. And so I get it in the early days. There is, I don't want to be like a proponent of the hustle culture, but that's just the way it is when you're first starting your business, right? You have to like grind it out a little bit. And I think that we then stay and and put all the money back in the business sometimes or take very little, but then we kind of just keep perpetuating that as our business grows. We just kind of, we don't figure out how do we pull off more money and more money into our personal world. And so of course you need to strategize your business in a certain way. You need to strategize your personal finances in a certain way in order to really leverage growing your personal wealth. But the basic thing is getting a very consistent salary that you're dialed into that you can count on and that you raise. And so a very practical step for your listeners is if you're not paying yourself consistently, I want you to figure out, and this is just habit formation. Okay. So find a number that we can undeniably safely pay ourselves and put it on auto pay. This Mm -hmm. takes out the humanity and the oh my gosh, I don't know if I can pay myself this month. I'm just not going to do it. No, it's on auto pay. Literally, if it's $100, I want you to put $100 on auto pay as a salary. And this is also, I think, energetically putting out into the universe that you are worthy to be paid. You are prioritizing that even if it's a low number, and then we can build off of that. And so if your listeners are paying themselves a salary, but they are feeling convicted that it's a low number, then let's raise it. Let's raise it to a space that is, you know, still within. And and I don't want people to be like reckless because if they don't know the numbers and they don't know the cash flow of their business, I'm not trying to like put them into debt, but raise (laughs) it a little bit, raise it to the point where you intuitively know, like, 
I know I should be paying myself this much. And so that's a big component is salary. And then I'm going to talk about the five financial goals that I want you to think about wealthy women have access. That's what we have. We have access. We have additional funds that we can strategize. And so we aren't living paycheck to paycheck. And this is very key for growing wealth because as entrepreneurs, we do not have 401ks. We are the retirement plan. We need to figure all all of our finances out, not just for now, but for our future. And so Mm -hmm. these are the five financial goals that I help women strategize towards given the additional funds because we're going to raise that salary. So if you have debt, that is one of the first things I want to work towards crushing. And not only is that important financially, psychologically, the weight that that eliminates is important. And remember, I think remembering that money is, we're not rational around money. Like this is why you can't predict, people cannot predict like a science what's going to happen in the economy and all these things because there's a, too many variables with humanity being involved. Money is so emotional. And so I think it's really important for us to consider not just like, oh, the data says that this is a better investment. We need to think about the psychology as well of, of you as you're thinking through these financial goals. So it, yeah. So for example, right, like Brett and I were hanging on to this $20,000 debt, student loan debt forever because we're like, well, statistically, like numerically, like if we take this money and we go invest it in real estate, it has better ROI for us than paying off the debt. But it's like, I can go to bed like better if I don't Mm -hmm. have the debt. You know what I mean? So I just want you as you're thinking, as you're hearing me talk through these five financial goals, I want you to think about your own self in this as along with what is strategic, what is important. So debt pay down savings. That's another thing too, right? Like determining your savings goal sometimes. And and you have to know yourself, like, are you going to be an over saver? Are you going to be an under saver? What's healthy? But like Brett and I have a very large savings amount and would that money be better utilized in our real estate business, creating a crazy annualized rate of return? Yes, but we need that cushion for our own mental well-being. Right. So savings is your second. If you don't have any savings and you have debt, we play both of those back and forth because I want you to work on having some savings while you're paying off debt. Otherwise, you're just going to keep the cycle of debt going on because all of a sudden you have absolutely no cushion. Something comes up and you have to put on the credit card. So those are the first two. And then I really want you to think about these next three are going to be in kind of like dependent on you and your goals and all that. So investing. So figuring out how am I going to work towards investing so that I have a retirement plan. I have a plan to have my money work for me, not me having to always work for the money. That's really important as we scale. Uh, Generosity is another huge thing that I want women us to think about. Statistically, we know that women are more altruistic. And this is why I believe one of the reasons I believe wealthy women will change the world. If we get more money in the hands of heart-centered women, we will be putting that towards beautiful, good things. And I know this is the heartbeat of a lot of women. It's like, I want to be able to do this in my community or I want to be able to fund this. So that's huge. 
And then lifestyle upgrades is the last one that I want people to think about. This is where we think about whether it's in your day to day, you're going to hire a housekeeper, additional money towards date nights or trips or vacations or a second home or a boat or whatever. So those are the five financial goals that we want to think about as we strategize a higher salary and having additional money that we can put into those different areas. Oh my goodness. I feel like you just gave us so, so much to think about. I love how you categorize it in the five different categories. I especially love the generosity and lifestyle upgrades because I feel like if you can get to step five and you can make one teeny tiny lifestyle upgrade, it like changes the game with everything. Like one of the things that we do on Fridays now that my husband and I both work from home is we call them free day freedom Fridays and we just go do something fun. Like it could be as little as like going to a coffee shop or like going to hike, or it could be as big as like taking a day trip or something. But it's like this little teeny tiny thing that on the calendar, like means nothing, but it really does like add up over time. And so I think that is just genius. Like the framework is genius. If you could give one piece of advice for somebody like really looking to dial into their personal wealth and you feel like maybe you're not the best at managing money, where should they start? Is it your framework? What is a good step to to start with? Ooh, okay. So give me that question a little more specific of what you want me to answer. Cause you know, I could go so. <laughs> yeah. Let's say that money just makes you nervous. And so you've given us mindset tips. You've also given us some framework. Like if there's one thing to focus on, what would that be? I'm going to go with this. I'm going to go with if you're really nervous around money in general, I'm going to have you do two things. This is a very beginning baby step. Okay. But I just want you to log in to your business account, into your bank accounts, personal and business. And I just want you to log in and look at them every day. That's a first basic step. Yep. Which is helping you not avoid the numbers. Okay. So that's a really simple step that I would love for people to walk into. The second one is about kind of merging. And I talk about this a lot in goal setting around money. Piles of green cash are not very inspiring. And I hear people make these goals. I want to hit six figures or actually, and I was just talking to a client yesterday. I want to hit $200,000 next year. I'm like, why? $200,000. Why? Because that sounds sexy because we can say Mm -hmm. I'm a six figure business owner. Like, It's like kind of not very motivating, like just having these zeros. Mm -hmm. What if you make goals like I want to make and pay myself an additional $21,345 by Q2 of next year because that will pay off all of my debt. You're going to be so like attached to that goal. Mm -hmm. And so that's my second thing is that I want you to find one financial goal that lights you up based on the five things I just shared. So whether it's savings, debt, generosity, lifestyle upgrade, or investment. And I want you to get the specific number. I want you to write it down. And I want you to write down the feeling that it would produce if you achieved that goal. Would it be, you know, stability? If it's savings, would it be peace, if it's debt pay down, would it be luxury? If it's a vacation, like whatever, because that is psychologically like what we, we care about creating a feeling. Mm -hmm. And so let's get attached to the actual dollar amount and the actual feeling that it will produce for you. 
put it in a space that you'll see every day. And you're going to start to do different action because you are dialed in to that goal. Oh, so good. So good. So glad we got that question. Okay. So at the end of every episode, we do some rapid fire questions. My first one is what does your current morning routine look like? You know, I'm just going to be so honest. (laughs) I was like, I'm going to be very honest. I have a almost four month old. It looks like crap right now. (laughs) I use, I, I totally believe in the morning routine and all that, but my mornings are quite slow. And I've just decided to embrace that, that I'm generally not going to take calls before 10 AM because I just, it's just too stressful for my family right now. She wants to nurse and it's, I've got a two and a half year old. So right now my mornings look like chaos and babies and just embracing that. One thing I'm working on is just getting on the Peloton for 10 minutes in the mornings to move Mm -hmm. my body and to create that habit. But it's not glamorous. It's not, it's, this is my season of life. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I love that. I also love the Peloton 15 minute workouts. Like it's just enough. I'm like, yeah, sometimes I'm like, that's all that matters. Like I don't get so sweaty that I have to shower. Right. It doesn't like create an hour thing. It's truly like 12 minutes, get ready, <laughs> do it, get off, you know? So I love it. What's the biggest splurge purchase you've made in the last six months? Brett and I did a huge backyard renovation. Oh, so fun. That's it. We turfed our backyard. We put a whole outdoor kitchen with a wood fire pizza oven and outdoor fridge, ice machine, all the stuff. So that's our big big splurge lately. I love that. I was talking to my neighbors the other day about the importance of an ice machine and they have this like bougie ice machine that creates like the little pellets and the craft cocktails. And I'm like, this is on my list. I love it. (laughs) It's totally a splurge. What is your cocktail of choice? Okay. I went to this place in Indy. Indianapolis is where I'm from. It's called Hotel Tango. It's this really fun bar. And I had them make a whiskey sour. And instead of using typical simple syrup they did an apple spice simple syrup blow your mind unreal so good so good so much fun things and also i think just showing right the lifestyle upgrades the generosity you're obviously following your framework i know you had a podcast just come out it's amazing why don't you tell everyone how they connect how they can connect with you what your podcast is and where to find more information Yeah. So the podcast is the Wealthy Woman Podcast. So you can find me there. We drop episodes with guests to help you scale your expertise, to help you scale your business. And then I drop shows. So we we drop two shows a week and I drop shows talking through money mindset and money management. And so, yes, I would love for you to tune into the show. You can follow me on Instagram. It's just my name. Aaron, E-R-I-N-N dot Bridgman, B-R-I-D-G-M-A-N. So that's my handle on Instagram. And then I encourage your listeners to download the Wealthy Woman Checklist. It's a free guide that's going to help you work through how do I think like a wealthy woman? So we talk about mind, there's mindset things in there. And then how do I become the CFO of my business and my personal life? And people have literally printed that off and then sat down with their partners and had really important conversations. And so I would love for people to be able to go grab that and start to really hone into their personal wealth. Awesome. Oh my goodness. You just gave us a full toolkit. We're so excited. Thank you so much, Erin. Such a joy to be here. Thanks for letting me talk about what lights my soul on fire. You're so welcome. 
Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Crush the Rush podcast. I honestly feel like this podcast is an extension of me and our community. And so I hope you come back and listen for more. If you're feeling inspired and ready to take action, there's actually some really amazing ways that you can stay connected with us. Number one, if you want to see this episode come to life with visuals and bonus behind the scenes, you can head over to our YouTube channel, which is at Holly Marie Haynes. We like to post some bonuses there. So I hope that you're excited to learn more about these topics. And then as always, you can leave a review. Your feedback helps this show grow and reach more amazing listeners just like you. We've made it really, really easy. You can simply go to hollymariehaines.com forward slash podcast and click the review button. You can also find custom playlists and more to just say thank you and offer you another amazing way to give you some support. And then last but not least, if you have questions about today's episode or a topic that you would love to have covered in the future, you can just go to hollymarriehaines.com forward slash chat. And it's me behind the scenes answering all the questions. You can text me, send me a video, leave me a message. It's super cool. And like I said, I hope that this podcast is just an extension of our relationship together. So remember that you are capable of achieving incredible things. Keep up the amazing work and I can't wait to connect with you more. I am so grateful for you and the power of community that this podcast has created. It is just so amazing to be able to connect with all of you over the last couple of years because we've actually had this podcast for almost three full years now. And because of that, I wanted to just get to know you better. So I would love it if you would head over to hollymariehaines.com forward slash chat and tell me what you think of this episode. You can text me, voice message me, send me a video, email me and ask me anything. I'm a real human. And yes, it's me on the other end answering the messages. So I would love to know, like, what did you like about this episode? What would you like to hear more about? Did something resonate with you? Or maybe inside this episode, I gave you a keyword to learn more. If I did, you can just pop this keyword into the chat. And this is a way for us to connect and chat more. So just go to hollymariehaines.com forward slash chat. And I can't wait to hear from you.